The Ty Godeno Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Hello to you, Daniel. What in the world is going on with this guy on TikTok? A TikTok. He's, uh, he's eating raw chicken every day until it makes him sick. Now, I was raised, and I think like you were too, if you even touch raw chicken, you're going to get salmonella. Every now, time I do anything like fear. with chicken, I turn around and, and wash my hands, you know. Everybody, for some reason, back in the ni- 80s and 90s, scared to death of salmonella they were like don't cannot have a pet turtle could have salmonella don't touch raw chicken could have salmonella now a guy is doing this raw chicken experiment and it's appalling and it's disgusting you know tig and i have what's called a food truce like say tig were to set a cup of coffee down in this studio and then walk out a lot of times your buddy might be tempted to you know fiddle with it put salt in it or whatever something. yeah not tig and i we have a food truce we do it's one of our main rules we don't mess with food that's right now i was questionably going to break the food truce not too long ago i did find on tiktok another challenge a prank it's where you take a raw egg yolk and put it in somebody's orange juice and you say okay we're gonna see you could drink this orange juice down the quickest (laughs) (laughs) and then they're drinking it down and get a mouthful of that yolk but yolk you told me a few months ago that you can eat a raw egg you can but let me that's not where i'm going with that but uh you get the yolk in your mouth you spit it out me and you have the food truce, so I said, I cannot do this. I will not break this food truce with Tig. I texted your wife, and I was like, I sent her the TikTok, and then I said, you got to do this to Tig. She said, I won't do it because if I do that, he'll be worried he's got salmonella, <laughs> and I'll never hear the end of it. That's w- is that true? Uh, yeah, there's something wrong with me. You know this. Yeah, so I mean, much so that we can't even do pranks because you, know, you, you would you it would you would think you had salmonella for a year if we did that. Well, yeah, I mean they say, and this is like some kind of psychological phenomenon where medical students they go to school to become doctors, and then they will start reading about salmonella or something so they can learn about how to, and then they will be convinced that they have salmonella somehow. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same, even though I'm not in medical school. If I hear like Daniel messed me up one time, he said, "Do you ever?" Um, do you ever wake up after a long night of going out and you think you're having a heart attack? And I go, never. And as soon as he said that, I started to wake up and think I was having heart attacks. It's called uh, anxiety. It's you're hungover and you yeah. have an anxious panic attack. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you messed me up. So um, if you gave me an egg. Which I wouldn't do now. This would have to be your wife. Ha- have y'all done this and I don't know it? No, you, buddy, you're going to know if you get that big old globby <laughs> egg yolk in your mouth. Okay. and you spit. I think it would be a great TikTok, yeah. but uh, your uh, paranoia and what's that called when you, hypochondriacism has saved you now from a prank by your wife. Well, I appreciate that. Wasn't I mean, it, was I in violation of the food truce by trying to get your wife to do it? I think you're in violation, yeah. I mean, we've agreed never to mess with with each other's food. And to me, if you give me an orange juice and it has an egg yolk in it, that would be a uh, violation. Oh, so your wife wouldn't do it. So then I called my sister and I was like, you've got to do this to Russ, her husband. I said, you've got to. She said, Daniel, I won't do that because if I do that, I know that he's going to get me back. Yes, and it won't be good. Yes. <laughs> One day uh, he replaced her, I think it was like Cocoa Puffs, with dog food. <laughs> And, you know, dog food and milk looks a lot like Cocoa Puffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can imagine if you start that kind of prank roar, watch out yeah. because it, it ain't, it, there's no end to it. Yeah. I would just say uh, calm it down. You, Don't start a war with anybody. You'd never. Food war. You're going to have to pay the price you'd eventually. Never That's yeah. right. Super Bowl Sunday coming up this Sunday, Tig. What time does the game even start? I think it's 530. I need to double check, but usually it's... I like that time because you can watch the whole Super Bowl be in bed by 10. Not bad, right? Yeah, that's not bad. And uh, where, what are your Super Bowl plans? I don't even know. Well, we're we're throwing a little party. You're supposed to come to it. Well, hold on. Again, you're not throwing the party. It's at your neighbor's <laughs> house. And I don't feel comfortable unless the neighbor invites me. And uh, okay. got to be honest, uh, haven't got an invite from the neighbors. So right, I don't know right. what to do here. But, like, sometimes I host parties and everybody comes or whatever in the neighborhood. I think that you have an open invitation no matter where the party is. But I'm not in the neighborhood. I live in Swan Lake, not that Skid Row Lewiston Gardens you live in. <laughs> oh, you're uppity. I'm a little uppity, buddy. I'm right on the cusp of Swan Lake. Do you live on the lake? No, it's not so really a lake. It's, you more live of in a, Swan it's more lake. of a uh, pond or cesspool that had ducks in it, but... I don't know. I need to, uh, I guess, I, you got to look into this for me and find out if I'm invited. 
And don't make it weird. Of course you're invited. You can't invite me. You can't do a collateral invite. You've got to either be... All right. I must be invited by the hosts. I can't okay. just be invited by some stooge that's going to the party. I will... I'll take care of this. And then I'm sure you'll get a text this morning after I take care of this. It's 98.5 The Bull. Toby Keith, how about that? This is for Margaret. She's on her way to work at Walmart, and she said, I know you played a bunch of Toby Keith yesterday. Let's keep it rolling today. So we said, of course. Here we go. 98.5 The Bull. There he is, Toby Keith on 98.5 The Bull with Ty again. Hello to you, Daniel. We had a little uh, tribute to Toby Keith yesterday, yesterday morning. A lot of people called in with their stories, their tributes. So much so that we were invited to go up onto News on 6 yesterday afternoon. What time were we up there? Three? We did the no, four, 4, four o'clock news. Four? And yeah. uh, we were on there. You can go see a clip of uh, News on 6. Tig and I went. We had to put on our makeup and everything and uh, go up and uh, talk about all the wonderful calls that we got. Very emotional day. And then after that, I had to go to Home Depot. And then I realized when I was in Home Depot... I still got on my makeup. <laughs> Felt very strange to be wearing yeah. makeup in Home Depot. Well, you look good. I thought you looked uh, good on television, live TV. That's yeah. easy, man. Well, then I started looking around and I went, wait a minute. I'm the most gorgeous guy in Home Depot. <laughs> well, you're cheating because you're wearing makeup. That's true. Yeah. Doesn't matter, though. Mm -hmm. Guess what Home Depot doesn't feature at 4.30 in the afternoon? What's that? A single lady. All dudes. Oh, no. So I wasted my makeup face. So you, you looked Home your Depot. best, but no yeah. ladies. That's right. That's too bad. Nothing but dudes. But I was the best looking dude in there. Got to start wearing some makeup to Home Depot. You think so? Well, you got on to me because one time I had to go run and jump on News on 6. Okay. And then we had an event that night. And <laughs> don't Before you get on here and lie. I'm not lying. Tig also has to wear makeup for television. I'll give you that. Yeah. But every now and again... I'll catch you wearing a little bit of makeup without having been on television. That's not true because that particular day I had gone on News on 6 and I put on some powder or whatever. That's what Travis Meyer calls it, powder. And um, I put on some powder and then I go to the event that night and mm -hmm. Daniel says I look like RuPaul, you went, the drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> you went, you were on News on 6 at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then the event was like 8 o'clock that night. I know that you showered in between. You re-put on powder. That's not true. That's a total okay. lie. So you were wearing, you didn't re, you didn't freshen up your powder before you went out no, to the event I, that night? I left on the powder that I had. Now, that's, I'll admit that. And you put more powder on top I'll of admit it. that. I said, I've already got on a little bit of powder. So why take it off? Because I got this event where I'm going to confront the public tonight and we're going to be in front of a lot of people. And so I left it on. So your neighbor's having a Super Bowl party on Sunday. Will you be wearing powder at the party? Yes. Are you serious? No. You crazy? Okay. Here's another one. Yeah. At the Tiger Daniel birthday bash, which we will be giving away tickets in less than an hour. And we have to take photographs with everybody and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Get up on stage. Mm -hmm. Will you be wearing powder that night? No. It's just like, that's just photos that we put up on Facebook. It's not live television. So I, I have a rule like, you know, there is a, a boundary. So will you that night then agree to a white glove test where I put on a white Abs glove, 100%. take my index finger, <laughs> and touch your face, <laughs> and then look at the glove and see if there's any foundation or powder? Yes, I, I will do that. All right. My solemn pledge is I, will not <laughs> I won't be wearing TV makeup at our birthday party. But, hey, you can come check it out. You can in investigate my face yourself, too, because we got those tickets coming up at 7. What an ego. Tyke thinks people want to come just to see your face. How did you feel like you looked on News on 6 yesterday when you went back and watched the clip? Um, if you I had to critique yourself. Not great. What um, was the problem? Like my belly, like I didn't suck that in enough. Um, and also, I think people have a favorite side of their face. And the way they set us up yesterday, um, it was my bad son. Yeah, oh, Meryl Streep over here <laughs> argues with me about five minutes before we're going live on television about which side to sit on. <laughs> well, I think we all, like, everybody who takes a photo, I notice even ladies do this, like, every single Facebook photo of them will be from one side because they tilt their head or something, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm the same. You know, I got a bad side and I got a another side. <laughs> You got two bad sides, but you're, you're bad in 3D. What are you talking about? Good side, bad side. Good morning. Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Well, we're coming in hot on the Super Bowl. It's going to be on Sunday, um, 530 or so, and everybody wants to talk about 
How much does it cost to buy a commercial in the Super Bowl? How much do you think a 30-second ad in this year's Super Bowl costs? Well, I remember that they used to say, like, years ago, they'd be like, you know, it cost a million dollars to get 30 seconds in the Super Bowl. And you're like, oh, my God, a million dollars? That is some wild stuff. However, this is probably going to be one of the most watched Super Bowls in recent memory. Um, because, you know, the whole, all the storylines behind it, it's not just a game. It's like... You know, they're taking bets in Vegas on Taylor Swift, what color she's going to wear. I mean, it's going to be huge. So how much does it cost to buy 30 seconds in the Super Bowl? So you were shocked and appalled when it was $1 million. I couldn't believe it. These ads aren't like television sets, you know, where they the plot, the prices plummet each year. They increase. Mm -hmm. So what do you think? How much? Take a guess. I guessed only because I thought it was going to be like one of the most watched Super Bowls. So the advertiser gets a bigger audience. I thought $3 million. Double it. Six million dollars? Add one more. Seven million dollars for 30 Seven seconds? Seven million dollars. These companies have got to ask themselves, at what point is this commercial too expensive to make sense anymore? Right. So if I was a shampoo company, right, and I put a seven million dollar commercial on television, do I get at least seven million back in sales? Like, you've got to make at least $701 million yeah, right. to make I guess sense. Yeah. So, uh, some of these ads make sense. There's beer companies, there's coffee places. Uh, the, uh, DoorDash is doing an interesting commercial where one person is going to win everything advertised on the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's intriguing. But then I see, like, Dove Soap is doing a commercial. <laughs> you got to sell a lot of bars of soap. And is the, is the Super Bowl crowd your crowd that you're trying to sell Dove Soap the to? The demographic? What I'll say about the Super Bowl crowd is, is that, okay, during the middle of the season, you just got, like, people who like football watching it. Super Bowl is a an event every, like, you're going to come watch the Super Bowl with me, and you don't even know about football. Mm -hmm. You couldn't tell me three people that are on the Kansas City Chiefs, you're going to watch that game, though. Okay, yeah. But that's my point. Like, everybody, it's like a bigger audience, more diverse. So maybe there's people that like Dove Soap or could like Dove Soap. How much Dove soap would you have to sell in order to make $7 million to get a return on your profit? Infinity bars of I soap. I believe that if every bar of Dove soap on the shelf in U.S. stores right now, I don't believe it's $7 million worth of Dove soap. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. It's 98.5. Daniel's all hurt because um, we're having a, like a little Super Bowl party get-together, and he hasn't been invited officially yet. So I was, I was uh, collaterally invited. I invited In other words, you to Ty somebody invites else's me party. to somebody else's party, which mm -hmm. he's not throwing. We're working on that. I'll get you an invite. I want to see you there. I like hanging out with you. You know, a guy the other night said, are you guys, uh, you and Daniel, really friends in real life? I said, yeah. However, I do invite Daniel to do stuff, and he turns me down all the time. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, nah, I don't think so. He's like, I ain't doing that no matter what. Getting these targeted ads again on Facebook. It's 98.5 The Bull. I uh, accidentally one time... There's some website called Jailbirds. It's like people's mugshots around here in Tulsa and the surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. uh, I was wondering, I was curious if we had that version. I know we've lived in cities before where there's a mugshot magazine. What do, what do you feel about these, by the way? I don't. I feel like they're a little messed up because aren't you innocent until proven guilty? That's what I didn't like about mugshot magazine. And if you don't know what that is, you would go to a gas station. They'd have like a newspaper kind of thing. And then they would have either the most beautiful person that's ever been arrested on it or the weirdest looking people, but they're not convicted of anything. It's just a charge. And so I always thought it was unfair to put people like convicted. Okay. Yeah. You can, you can put that in there, but just charged. I'm not sure that was fair. And mugshot magazine, a little mean too, though. And even this, this website, because they do feature people that are either a super attractive or B real weird looking. Mm -hmm. you, that's kind of mean, isn't it? Well, and also the cover shot was always like, do you think I'd make the cover? Oh, you'd be on the cover, buddy. Because <laughs> I'm weird looking. They'd have like, they always have like a beautiful woman or a guy like with one eye or the two of them on there together. Yeah. And then they, you know, they make, they say mean things about them. D is there a mugshot of you out in this world, Tug? I've never been booked in a, no. Yeah, me neither. I would like to maybe be booked on a very small, what's the least charge you could get? Uh, loitering, maybe? You think so? Yeah, just hanging out too long at a gas station or something. And I, then I wonder if we would be featured in Mugshot or, what is this, Jailbirds? <laughs> well, I hope not.
you know, they're pretty, they're messed up because it'll have like a guy with no teeth and they'll be like, oh, Snaggletooth Bandit. I mean, he's bullying people, right? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's mean. It's pretty awful. Yes. It's 98 Five the Bull with Ty Gadino. You know who's not a Snaggletooth Bandit? Who's that now? It's that Joe Nichols. Oh, yeah. A lot of people think he's pretty hot. His, uh, his mugshot definitely make the cover. Absolutely. And we've got your tickets to come to our third birthday bash, 740 this morning. Joe Nichols will be there, and we want you there. Right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Yeah. Would the person running up and down the stairs beat the elevator? And uh, we were both successful. Well, I was shockingly fast. A lot of people thought that Tig was the slowest person in Tulsa, which That's is fair. Crap. Those people on... There was people on the stairway, and so I couldn't push them okay. down. People, invisible people, because you all saw the video. Uh, people <laughs> then wrote in on the TikTok, and they were like, you should challenge Reagan Ledbetter from News on 6, anchor reporter from News on 6, to race. And I was like, well, the guy is going to, you know, probably beat me. He's 28 years old. He could probably run up the stairs faster. Uh, and then I see Reagan Ledbetter yesterday, and he was talking about maybe doing a mile-long race. Mm. I, that. Come on, that's ridiculous. No, you can't do that, I Daniel. can't run a mile. Turns out this guy's training for a marathon. Is that right? And then he was like, well, what if I ran backward? And I was like, well, I don't want to be humiliated. <laughs> He's going to run backwards against you yeah, in a mile race? I don't want to be humiliated by uh -huh. this, you know. And uh, I said, well, you know, you're running a marathon. Are you trying to do Ironman? That's where you run, bicycle, and swim. And then a shocking revelation. Reggie Ledbetter says, I can't swim. Oh, my God. He's an adult. I was shook. I couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. uh, joining us on the phone right now from News on 6, anchor reporter Reagan Ledbetter. Buddy, why can't you swim? Oh, that was that admission was a mistake. It really was. I, never, I get roasted by my girlfriend's family like every summer because I can't swim. Her grandmother has a pool and they want to like teach me swimming lessons. I, just, I don't know what it is. I just can't like float. I can't. I can, I can tread enough to like survive for a bit. But not, I can't full-fledged swim. I can't sit there and tread water for a couple minutes. I can't do anything. I'm terrible. But here's the thing, man. You're training to, to do a marathon where you run 26 miles. Shouldn't you learn how to swim 10 feet before you learn how to run 26 miles? I'm worried about well, him, Ty. And, he, and he, he, you're wanting to buy a boat too, right? Well, eventually. eventually down, the house was first and then boats down the line. But... My girlfriend said, "I can't. We can't buy a boat or anything until I learn how to swim." What's and your girlfriend's so name? Brianna. Bree. Bree, and she doesn't want you to <laughs> get near water until you learn how to swim. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm with Bree. Yeah, me too. Well, we we are big lake people. We go to the lake like every weekend in the summers and stuff. I just tend to like stay towards the beach, kind of wade out a little bit, keep my head above water, you know play it safe i just can't do the whole swimming thing that's Listen. why i choose running reagan ledbetter's with us um he's training for a marathon or something but he can't swim let me make this offer to you reagan ledbetter tig's neighbor yeah. allison teaches like babies if they fall into the water how to float you know we're talking like newborns and infants here i texted her yesterday we can hook you up with some swimming lessons you know and in a private setting where you're not out you know where the paparazzi can see you and all that See you out flailing around in the water. Would you like <laughs> Allison to teach you at least the basics of swimming? Yes, because I know that if I do it, I will have a very happy girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, I got to say that, like, uh, you know, this bro code and all that. But in this case, you, you can't go out to Grand Lake if you can't swim. We're more Keystone people. Or Keystone or whatever. It, it doesn't matter the lake. It's about the it's water. The water. <laughs> Buddy, I'm real close to getting power of attorney over. Uh, <laughs> You're going to adopt Reagan Lake? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to <laughs> take him under my wing. And you cannot be around water anymore, buddy. What are you doing? I know. I know. I, I hear this nonstop from the family that I can't swim. And it was a mistake on my part. Actually, it's probably a good thing that I admitted it to you because there's a chance that I'm getting swimming lessons. Uh, yeah, you know I what? Just, We're helping him. It's like almost like if you're allergic to peanuts and you go to a peanut festival. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you can't do that. Um, As a you, matter of fact, I am allergic to nuts. Oh, my God. This guy's this got guy, so yeah. many layers. Put this guy in an iron lung. That's what he needs to be in. And then upstairs yesterday, we were all gathered around. I think the whole news floor was shocked that you couldn't I swim, and then I asked some guy sitting behind you, I was like, can you, can you believe this guy can't swim? I know the guy's name. He's like, I can't swim either. So what is happening up there? Wow. 
Yeah, that was that was producer Aaron Alexander, and the guy who sits next to me is producer Sam Moody, and he's like, yeah, I played water polo. You can't tread water? And I'm like, oh, great to rub it in. And then Shindone, one of our other anchors, was like, you can't swim? Everybody was just roasting me, so that's well, the story of my life. But nobody's roasting you, Reagan. We're, we're just worried about you. You're a national treasure. We're going to get you these swimming lessons. We'll we'll keep everybody updated, Ty, but uh, we, we, this can't happen. Yeah, all right. So you're going to hook him up with swim coach Allison. Mm-hmm. We're going to get him swim lessons. And then you're sa- you're saving his life. It, you know, even if he can't swim, at least he'll know how to like turn over like those little babies do in the water and at just least like float. lay there for a little bit. That's yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, news on six is regular. Better. We I'm appreciate doing, it. Go ahead. If I'm doing this, we gotta you and I. We gotta do our our race up the stairs. We gotta start with that. But I'm at a disadvantage because I wear a suit every day, so you might beat me. But if I'm doing the swim lessons, I think I gotta teach you. How to run a mile. <laughs> okay. All right, can, that's the deal. Yeah. You run a mile, Daniel. He'll learn to swim. And then there we go, right? Well, fair enough. Well, thank you for the time this morning, Reagan. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. See you. Reagan Ledbetter, News on 6. Coming up, Daniel, Joe Nichols tickets at 740 with our Tiger Daniel birthday bash here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull coming up, our Winvites. You know why I call them Winvites, Tug? Well, it sounds like a contraction between win and invite. That's right. Let me ask you this. Are you ready to do it to it? Yeah, tequila makes her clothes. I'm ready to do it to it, yeah. We got to also, uh, just like planning a wedding, we got to figure out the rest of our invites here. Who is going to make the uh, our just personal guest list, people that call in to the show. We've got to uh, decide who's going to make the cut and who's not. By the way, like uh, 10 minutes ago, Daniel says, hey, it's your wife getting in. I go... <laughs> Yeah, she's no, going to make the cut. I didn't say she's getting in. wife? I said, is she coming to the show? I Not, think she's is a she... yes. She is, I am married to this woman. I know, but does she, does she make the list? And it's our birthday party. I think she would want to be there. Well, d- d- I'm just asking. Hey, man, is your wife going to your birthday party? Nah, she didn't make the cut. I'm sure a lot of couples would uh, say, yeah, no, my spouse ain't going to make the list. <laughs> so, but, you know, in a way, though, if she's going to be there... I have to behave. I can't just go nuts. Buddy, I don't know if you've uh, met yourself lately. You ain't no wild man like you were in college anymore. You're more like hanging out, having a drink with Edgar Allan Poe. You just sit there. You don't do anything. Yeah, you just look well, weird all the matures. time. matures. Like, are you shocked that I matured? You look like, and I, know, I don't think you've seen it yet, on the documentary about We Are the World, you look like when Bob Dylan was there amongst the crowd. That's how you look in a crowd. You just kind of just... Slunk down. He's like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> hey, thanks, man. <laughs> Wait, you, when I go out in public, you go, what is wrong with this guy? Sometimes, yeah. You just oh get real God. quiet. You start looking at the stars. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening? What are you going to wear to this thing, too, by the way? I don't know, because we're going to be, like, on stage and stuff. And, you know, introducing Joe and, you know, doing the birthday cake or whatever we do. I have no idea what to wear. What are you going to do? Daniel dresses like Ellen DeGeneres. So are you going to do that? I'm more lately, and you, you can see uh, any clip I've been in on television or anything, I always wear the same thing. It's like Jay Leno did with the denim on denim. Mm-hmm. That's Good. like my look for television now. Because guess what? I don't have to now prepare different outfits. I just wear the same crap every single day. Well, you might be a brilliant person because, um, you know, like Ernest Goes to Camp, the guy wore the same thing all the time. And, uh, you know, I read a story about the guy who owned Apple or whatever, yeah, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah. And he said, I don't ever change my outfit because I've got bigger things to worry about. So he just chose a black turtleneck every day. Right. And they, that famous physicist, Albert Edison, did the same thing. <laughs> Before he came up with E equals MC yeah. Hammered. He goes, listen, I don't fool around with having to wear different outfits. So that's my, right now at least, that's the, and I, our grandparents all did that, by the way. My, both of my grandparents, my granddad specifically, all they ever wore was overalls and white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Never saw them hardly out of that outfit. They didn't have to get up every morning and wonder what they're going to put on to go to the mill. It's actually pretty smart because Thank then you. you don't have to uh, spend time on getting dressed. You can spend time on trying to become like a famous entrepreneur or, you know. That's exactly what I do. The solution to a problem or whatever it is. and. Um, but if you don't have tickets to our birthday bash, the solution is hang on for about three minutes. And uh, Joe Nichols is going to be there. Tyga Daniel's going to be there. Our third birthday bash here in Tulsa in three minutes. 
on 98.5 The Bull. In the meantime, Grammy winner, Zach Bryan. Well, Daniel, we have some um, big news. We've turned three, three years old. We're like infants, except uh, a radio show. Three years here in Tulsa, and we got Joe Nichols tickets right now. Because he's going to be at our third birthday bash, and we want you to be there, right? That's right. The only way in is to win or be invited. Uh, you could be very rich and try to buy a ticket. We'd have to say nay, nay. So if that billionaire in Tulsa came to you, you would say? I'd say thank you for gathering place, sir, but we cannot sell you a ticket. Her closet's missing half the thing she bought. Yeah, but I got to say, uh, we need to talk about that. If the guy does want to pay us like a million dollars for a Absolutely ticket. Absolutely not. We'll not do it. You would say to him, you just got to be caller nine, Mr. Kaiser? Mm-hmm. He offered me a billion dollars, <laughs> I would say. No, sir. I cannot do it. All right, well, now you're out of your mind, but here we go, Dana. What are we playing? Today, we're going to do a easy quiz. Um, yesterday was a rough day for everybody. Today remains to be rough, but we have to move on. So it will be an easy general knowledge trivia quiz. Uh, if you've ever wanted to try to get through, today's the day to get through because the questions, I feel are easier than normal. Like, for example, Tig, things like, uh, what is the last name of inventors Orville and Wilbur? The Wright brothers, right? The Wright brothers. Things like that, like fairly easy questions. All what right, sport so did Wayne Gretzky play? Hockey. Things like that. Okay. Like these are, uh, I feel, easy questions. 918-879-9898. Good luck to you. You will face off in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Tig, are you ready to do it to it? Let's do it to it. Here we go, Daniel. Our third birthday bash. Free Joe Nichols tickets. You know this guy right here. Jello shooters full of smearing on. But tequila makes her clothes fall off. She'll start by kicking out of her. We've got two uh, ladies today, Ty, playing the 98.5 The Bull Fight. Uh, right now, they're friends. In a few moments, they will become bitter enemies. Uh, Morgan is on line one, Jenny on line two. Morgan, what do you do for a living? I am an ag teacher. Ag teacher? Like vocational agriculture? Yeah. Yes, agricultural education. Uh, I, I, I took VOAG in school. Ty, did you? I took shop and ag, yeah. People don't believe this. I know how to weld. Do you really? I really do, yeah. Did you have to wear that sunglasses and all that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't look at that. You'll go blind. It's like looking at the sun, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, that's uh, interesting, Morgan. Do you know how to weld? I do. I mean, I teach kids about it. How young do you, How young are you when you start to learn how to weld? It just depends. Eighth graders are 13, so... Interesting. All right, Morgan, the ag teacher. Let me write that down. Jenny, uh, what do you do for a living? I am a direct support professional. I work with adults with intellectual disabilities. All right. Do you know how to weld? Nope, I do not. Huh. Is there like a welding camp I could go to and learn how to weld? I don't know. Morgan, is there a welding camp? <laughs> They have some, but, like, there's be, like, professional. I see. There's, uh, okay, I get it. Anyway, Tig, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business, guys. I feel like this today is an easy quiz. It's just general knowledge trivia. Uh, who is just exhal- uh, exhaling heavily? Who is so nervous? Uh, Jenny, Jenny is very nervous. Why are you nervous? I am probably going to epically fail at this today. <laughs> Well, not with, with that attitude, though. you got to improve that attitude, all right? Okay. And there's a chance that even if you lose, that Morgan would give you the tickets. So let's all stay positive here. We will start with Morgan. What fairy tale character wore a glass slipper? Cinderella. Cinderella is correct. Jenny. In what city would you find the Eiffel Tower? Isn't that Paris? That is Paris. Look at you go. We are tied up one-to-one. Morgan, what 1975 Steven Spielberg movie was about a man-eating shark? Jaws? Jaws is correct. Jenny, what is the largest brass instrument in an orchestra? Oh, God, tuba? Tuba is correct. (laughs) She is nervous. 
Morgan, what is the only U.S. state that starts with the letter P? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is correct. Jenny, if you have arachnophobia, what are you afraid of? Spiders. Spiders is correct. Tig, we're tied up. It's a dead heat. Three to three. Two questions to go. Morgan, who traditionally wears something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue? The bride at the wedding. The bride is correct. This is for tickets to Tiger Daniel's birthday bash featuring Joe Nichols. Jenny. Yes. What is the first name of Bieber and Timberlake? Justin. Justin is correct. Still tied up. Four to four. Final question. Morgan. What is the largest, I mean, excuse me, what is the tallest type of land animal? The tallest type of land animal? Giraffe. Giraffe is correct. Jenny. Yes. Who is Mickey Mouse's girlfriend? Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. <laughs> We're tied up, Tig. Five to five. We must go now to a tie-breaking question. Explain how this works, Doug. Oh, man, this makes me nervous. I feel like a uh, Super Bowl here on 98.5 The Bull. We're tied up. The next question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't say the answer. Tell us your name, and that's how you buzz in, okay? So you would say your name, and then we'll let you answer. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. What was the name of the egg who sat on a wall and had a great fall? Uh, Morgan, Morgan, Jenny, Morgan. Jenny. <laughs> Morgan. Tyga, I heard it as Morgan getting through first. Morgan seemed to get in first. That's, yes. You must make a ruling one way or the other. You can't say seemed. Well, I wish I was like the NFL where I had replay, mm -hmm. but in my first exposure to this, it was... Morgan... What was the name of the egg who sat on a wall and had a great fall? It was Humpty Dumpty. Well, it's not Jeopardy. You don't have to say who is. But Morgan has defeated Jenny in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Uh, Morgan, you've got a decision to make now. Will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to Jenny? Jenny, why should I'm Morgan... Gonna... Hold on. Why should Morgan give you the tickets this morning, Jenny? I was going to surprise my mom with them and take her, but she kind of won fair and square, so. So, uh, eloquent and uh, persuasive speech by Jenny Morgan. Where's your head at right now? What are you thinking? I'm going to go ahead and keep them. I'm sorry. That's okay. I feel so bad. I wish everybody could win, you know? Well, you could... Tell your wife she can't go and give her your That's extra true. ticket to Jenny if you want. Kick her out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Morgan, congratulations. Jenny, don't worry. You've still got plenty of chances. Yay. In fact, you've got another one coming up in less than an hour. 840 well, I here. I will try to get through again. <laughs> try to get through again, Jenny. Thank you so they much for They did great. Uh, they did. Oh, by the way, don't I have to do something now, Daniel? Oh, yeah. Morgan, you got every single one right. You know what this means. I must now get down on one knee and ask for your hand in marriage. I'm okay. I'm still pretty young. <laughs> She's okay. She's like, I'm all right. I'm still pretty young. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, you need to live your life for a while and then figure it out. But... Right. Well, look for at you real. two go. You guys did a great job. And Daniel, you have one final question, though. <laughs> Can you guys give me three numbers and an animal, please? 98.5. You know who goes kind of underappreciated is the, the people that deliver mail to our house. I mean, we just get mail in our mailbox, and um, they do it every single day pretty much, right? And um, in my neighborhood, they have to walk up to the porch. We don't have those mailboxes out there at the road, so they have to walk up. So they're working really hard. And they walk up to each individual house 
And so this this guy parks his truck, and he has a like a satchel. And he puts all the mail in the satchel, so he parks his truck always right in front of my house, and then he goes and delivers the mail to each other house in the neighborhood, right? Guess what happened the other day? Dude leaves the door open. I almost took that thing on a run. Buddy, you go, I mean, that would be like a straight-up felony, wouldn't it? I, I know. I mean, if you... You don't Just on somebody's mail. golf cart, that's one thing. But would you go to federal prison yes. for... <laughs> you absolutely would, yeah. But I've always wanted to drive that car because it's got the, the steering wheel on the other side. Well, you slip that guy some money, he might let you do it. But, uh, oh, no, 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 that's a big old no-no messing with the mail. A lot of people don't realize this. You you steal somebody's mail, federal crime. Is it a federal crime because um, I only got my house two and a half, three years ago or so. I still get my previous... Like the people who owned it before, can I open their mail? Um, I think you legally you probably can, but it's morally I wouldn't think so. Oh, I learned morally? my lesson real. Yeah, I learned a good old lesson about messing with the mail. I didn't get in trouble for it, but back in uh, college, for this guy I used to know named Nick, and for some reason the guy went out one night and uh, had a bunch of drinks or whatever, and every mailbox that he passed on the way home. He took their mail. Oh, no. Well, that's broke, a violation. And broke off the flags of the mailbox. Oh, well, that's totally ridiculous. This guy gets back to the uh, trailer we were living in. We we're really mad at him. We we're like, what are you thinking, man? Like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know, man. Did he ever get engaged by law enforcement? I mean, I'm sure later on in his future he did. I have no idea why in the world he would have done that, but uh, that's a major violation. So I cannot drive the mail truck around. Do you remember my Uncle Albert in Alabama? I do. I remember Daniel had an uncle. We used to have him on the show. He's passed now, but he was an interesting guy. He was got, out one night and saw a fire truck. He got drunk. Yeah. 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 And uh, we were like, well, you stole that fire truck? And he said, yeah. And uh, we were like, why? He's like, because I wanted to go home. So he just, I guess, thought. He didn't have a ride, so he took the fire yeah, truck. Thought it'd be a prank or something like that. Prison for a year. <laughs> he did get put in prison, prison for a year. <laughs> yeah, for just driving. He didn't wreck the truck. All he did was drove it home. A year in prison. Okay, well that's good. I you won't don't mess, mess with the federal, the federal government. Yeah. yeah, or state government or city government. You can't you can't drive their cars around without permission. It's ninety-eight-five. The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Here's Luke, Ryan. Tyg, you've uh, done these uh, meal subscription services where they will send you the ingredients and things like that. Yeah, they lie to you, but yeah, I've done it. How do they lie? To, how do they lie well, to you? Well, they say it takes thirty minutes, and thirty minutes in, I'm still cutting cloves and stuff. It's ninety-eight-five. Well, I think they've learned their lesson on that. I know. Uh, did, which service did you use? Do you remember? Um, I went around the horn, man. I mean, I had the the first one, the Blue Apron, and then I went on to Martha Stewart's, and they just straight up lie to you about that. Well, now, Home Chef, boy, they want me back real bad, and they probably want everybody back real bad. They must be struggling, and I think it's because of that. They say, hey, these meals be ready in 30 minutes. Not a chance in hell you'd be done cooking this meal in 30 minutes. I even went and got a chopper. Like, mm-hmm. instead of cutting it with a knife, I got this thing, like, you press the top of it, and it spins around and cuts it. Still. Home Chef, begging me to come back. They sent me a thing in the mail yesterday, and they're like, look, if you come back, we'll give you 18 free meals. <laughs> And I went and looked, and I guess they have started changing them some. Um, the ingredients are now already chopped. Some of the meals you can just put in the microwave. Some are in a pan that you can put in the oven. Yeah. But I just, I feel it's it, too expensive still, and I feel still too lazy. Now, if I lived out away from a grocery store, I think it's a pretty decent deal. To get food mailed to your home so you can make a Martha Stewart cake or whatever, or whatever you got to cook. Yeah. Not, um, a, not a cake, but also dinner. Have you ever done this? And I feel terrible about this. Like I'm ashamed. But like we went on vacation and I forgot to cancel the box. Have you ever done that? And there's four or five meals in there. And I look at the security cameras and go, oh my God, I've got like this food out there. I feel terrible because people are hungry. Um, and so I had like a neighbor come over and save it for me and stuff. But just, like, that's when you just give it to the neighbor, buddy. You're a greedy pig. I got to tell you. <laughs> you get wait, the neighbor what? to go over there and save it for you? Yeah. I said, hey, could you put this in uh, your fridge for a while? <laughs> I didn't want it to go bad. It had like steak in it and stuff or whatever, meat. Stingy. Stingy. Yeah. So if I I was supposed to give it to my neighbor? Right. If you're nah. not going to be, if, if the food will go bad after a while. But anyway, I mean, should I go back with Home Chef? 18 free meals? That's hard to resist. 
But I feel even with the 18 free meals, it's too expensive. And well, I live I live so close to a resource. Well, yeah, I can't. That's just pure also, laziness. If I lived in the middle of nowhere, of course I would do it. I think it would be a great deal. Well, you're all alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't these meals designed for two or three people? They are made for two people. So, uh, you know, we can have one that night and then maybe one the other half for lunch the next day. But uh, I think you're right. I think no on that. I, if I Since I live in town, I shouldn't be so lazy. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people fall victim to that. I mean, it was pretty pathetic, like... Um, you know, I started looking at our finances at home and I said, man, we could probably like do better than we're doing. And so I talked to uh, Brittany, my wife about it. And I said, next time we need Taco Bell, let's not Uber Eats it over here. What's like, the most, let's go get it. What's <laughs> the most pathetic Uber Eats you've ever done? In other words, something so close. McDonald's. Buddy, McDonald's ain't even a mile from you. I know. It's pathetic. And and now I'm looking at our finances and going like this is crazy. I'm trying to pay for college and I'm trying to you know make sure we're solvent. And like the McDonald's meal, I don't know. We got three meals or something, and it normally would have been like eighteen dollars. Instead, it was like forty nine dollars. I said, and the McDonald's is close. Like, what's wrong with me? I don't know. I think about uh, me being lazy too with the meals and everything. And even though I'm very close to Reesers. I think about my grandmama and papa. My grandmama made three meals a day for ever. And the grocery store was 30 minutes away from her house. So it wasn't, there's was no Uber Eats and things like that. And she, if she could do it, I mean, I could make a couple of meals a day for myself, I reckon. Boy, I bet she got so sick, Tiger. Yeah, I bet all of pitiful. our grandparents got so sick of not just making the food, but deciding what to make every, every night. Every single day. You're right. And, um, and you were the one that told me this. Like, if you think about what was happening 150 years ago, you would have to go out and find an animal. Oh, yeah. Shoot it with a bow and arrow and then chase it for, like, two more days. <laughs> yeah, when I think and about that. And then I can't go to Taco Bell. My grandparents' grandparents, yeah, had to kill their own stuff. <laughs> I wonder how many biscuits our grandmothers made. Because uh, my grandma made biscuits, like, every day. I bet tens? she's just sitting there just, like, in her mind as she's making them, probably just cussing, just another one of these. They must have made a million. <laughs> yeah, take it. Go ahead. Stiga Daniel, who's this? Stiga Daniel, who's this? This is Tommy. Tommy, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Figured I'd chime in on some of these DoorDash and Uber Eats situations we're talking about. Yeah, what do you think? I have one of those uh, DoorDash moments with Taco Bell. Well, so you're like Tig. You you want Taco Bell? How far yeah. do you live from a Taco Bell? Uh, uncannily close. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and you still won't go and get it. <laughs> no, that was the thing. I did not go and get it. The price obviously was the big kicker, but the real knife in the heart was on the DoorDash app for Taco Bell. They didn't have the option available to get Mountain Dew. So I was just devastated by that. Yeah, and then I really can... did the realization once I got to Taco Bell and ordered everything, it was a $19 difference. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. Like, I'm glad Taco there's Bell people out there like, making a living like and stuff. Three, but... of us, three of us eating. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I got to. I'm intrigued by how uncannily close you are. Are you like with within walking distance or within a mile? What are we talking here? Yeah, within a mile. Mm-hmm. And then we still Points, sit on our seven. couch and have somebody bring it to us <laughs> for yeah. nineteen dollars like, more. Da, 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 da. I really don't want to do any of this. Yeah. And just like I said, it was like forty-six something dollars, and I was like, I don't think I'm going to pay fifty bucks for Taco Bell for three yeah. of us. I learned like, a lesson. You know I mean, I they, think, yeah. So I don't, I'm not. I went there and it was like twenty-eight fifty, and I was like. That's right. Same thing I went through. However, I'm glad that those people are out there making a living and stuff, and I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying that there are times where you could really use that service, and there are times where you're just being lazy. You know what I'm saying? Oftentimes for me, it's I'm really being lazy. Like if you're sick and you have the flu, you don't want to leave the house. That's a reasonable thing to do. Have them bring it over, but when you're just 
I'll just say it. When you're hungover, that's no excuse to drop $30 <laughs> for convenience. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Toby Keith, 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. How are you feeling today? Pretty good. How are you? <laughs> Daniel snaps his fingers and points at me. What do you mean? Like <laughs> Pretty good. What is that? <laughs> what do you mean? Um, you know what's coming up, Daniel, is our third birthday bash. Oh, yeah. And we have Joe Nichols tickets. Is that right? Uh, the whole building is a buzz, Tig. Uh, we are getting close to full capacity here. We've uh, invited several guests. We are continuing to take winners each day, 7.40 and 8.40. It's going to be the hottest show in town. Then. By the way, I mean, we're so close to 75 tomorrow, only five degrees off. So as you hear Joe Nichols sing this live at our birthday bash, we're getting closer and closer to spring. And, Daniel, what are we going to play today on the bullfight? Today, first name vocabulary. These are the definitions of these words are also very common first names. So you'll keep that in mind. Okay, got it. Caller number nine. Caller number 10, 918-879-9898. To be at our third birthday bash with Joe Nichols performing. 918-879-9898. We're doing it all this week at 7.40 and 8.40. So here we go, 8.40 on Wednesday. 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull fight right now, Tig, for our third annual Tig and Daniel birthday bash. Features Joe Nichols. Today's contest will feature two lovely contestants. We've got Kelly. How are you today, Kelly? I'm doing fine. You've uh, played the bullfight before. You won, and then you gave your tickets away. Is that correct? Well, not the yes, yes, I did. I gave them to. I think her name was. I forgot her name. Then that's all right. But uh, if, you, if you were to win today, will you hold on to these, Kelly, or will you give them to your competitor? I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Let me see what she does. Okay. Well, Kelly's uh, really thinking this uh, through. And uh, Marlena, Marlena, or Marlena, Marlena, Marlena. What do you do for a living? Um, <laughs> an associate. Well, I don't know. I, She's an associate. <laughs> Can you? Uh, are you on a speakerphone or something? We're having a little bit of a hard time hearing you. Hold on. Let me take my AirPods out. Take your time. <laughs> Good old day. I totally went blank. I'm an administrative assistant. Okay, well, <laughs> I obviously, told you my name. obviously she's in the mafia. She doesn't want to say. Uh, today's game Witness is, protection program. Uh, today's game is going to be um, first names. Also, we're a new addition to the game, Tig. And I don't even know if you know about this yet, Tig. It's going to be called a hint of Bruce. Each contestant will be allowed one kind of like phone a friend with our boss, Bruce Law. He's a well-traveled man. America's boss. So if they need help, they can reach out to Bruce. You get one hint of boss, Bruce. Who's just like call, call a friend, right? Yeah. One hint of Bruce. You got it? You guys understand? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. That means Bruce can help you on one question, Kelly. Just one, though. So, right. so you might want to save it and, you know, see how it's going. Uh, today's quiz, okay. guys. Enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Today's quiz, first name vocabulary. All the answers to these questions are also very common first names. Kelly, you okay. are the first to get through. You will go first. Kelly, don't forget you've got the hint of Bruce if you need it. The definition of this first name is wealthy. Rich. Rich is correct. See how that works? Marlena. Yes. Marlena. Yes. Yes. The definition is beam of light. Ray. Ray is correct. Also, Sonny would have worked there. That could have been. Could have been. Please only uh, whenever they ask for the hint of Bruce. Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> do you need that, to... That's your boss, dude. <laughs> You're telling him what to do? Go wait outside. The alternative uh, uh, answers. Uh, Kelly, the definition is the start of a new day. It's Sunday. I'm sunrise, whatever. No. Do you need a hint of Bruce? Yeah. Go ahead. Ask for the hint of Bruce. I, I have no idea. Sorry about that. I have okay. no idea. It's uh, 
The start of a start new day. Start of a new day. I know. Uh, and it's also a very common first name. I got that part, but I have no idea. Maybe a taste of tag. Maybe a taste of tag. <laughs> this is hard. Um, <laughs> Sunny? <laughs> no, guys. That's what I said. I know. Got to buzz him. We were looking for Dawn. Oh, you could have used dishwashing liquid as a hint. Yeah. All right, yeah. Kelly, uh, the hint of Bruce did not help, or the taste of Tig. Marlena, Marlena, excuse me. The definition is Christmas song. Noel. Hmm. Uh, well, I was oh. looking for Carol. Hold on, Tig. How is a Noel a Christmas song? Go ahead, Tiger. Tiger's the judge. What is it? I don't know. I'll I'll defer to our boss, Bruce Law. I would go with Noel as the answer. All right. Well, I'm not sure I like that judgment, guys, but y'all are the judges. Uh, Kelly, you have one. Marlena has two at this point. Kelly, your third question. The definition is male cat. Uh, Feline? Again, these are all very common first names. <laughs> oh, cat, like Catwoman. No, that's not a. That's not a name either. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Good God, it's uh, help him out, Tug. It's Tom. Tom, yeah. yeah. Tom. Oh, Tom Cat. Okay. Yeah, okay. Marlena. Yeah. The definition is a jouster's weapon. A jouster's weapon. I'm gonna need the help. You need a hint of Bruce. Go ahead, Bruce. What could that be? When they use a joust. Get a rod. It's not, you can't say rod on the radio, buddy. Uh, tie, taste of tie. What is it? I think that's a decent answer, though. Oh, guys. Um, I, it's I almost no a very famous. It's also a snack cracker. A brand of snack. Got to buzz them then, Lance. Oh, what? Lance. Yeah, we use a you use a when you joust, use a lance. Okay. Lots of jousting going on here in Tulsa. <laughs> Come on, guys, y'all I know Rod that. was a fair answer, but all right. How was Rod a fair answer? They don't let they you don't throw a rod. Kelly, <laughs> this is going off the rails. They don't throw a you don't throw a lance, you joust. All right, all right. Kelly, <laughs> this is slang for coffee. Oh, uh, come on, Kelly! Uh, cup of, cup Java? of what? Cup of. Go get Java? a cup of. Cup of coffee. I mean, Java. Looking mm. for Joe. Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. Never heard of it. He's from he's from Alabama. He didn't really, they call things differently there. Marlena, this yes. another of uh, the first name, uh, the definition: Mafia boss. Mafia boss. Um, it's also the name of our one of our more recent presidents. Um, who was that guy they called the but, Teflon Don? My middle name. That helps, Bruce. Help. <laughs> What'd you say? Trump. Trump. Uh, incorrect. Donald. Donald Trump. Uh, Don. Yeah, We're looking know. for a mafia boss, also known as a Don. Kelly. Don. This 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 means to walk into water. To walk into water. It's also a very common first name. To walk in water. To walk into water. A common name. Walk in water. Paddle. Hell, I don't know. Title incorrect. You might wade into the water. Oh, okay. Wade. Oh, yeah. Wade. Okay. Marlena, final question. This means small stream, and it's also a very common first name. Small stream. It can be with with an E at the end or without an E. Right. It's a lady's name. Could be a man's name. Could be a... Um, An Edie? An Edie. An Edie? Looking for for Brooke. Looking for Brooke. But with that... 
with that, Marlena, you still have enough to defeat Kelly in the 98.5 The Bull Fight. You've got two. Kelly has one. Marlena, will you keep these tickets and go see Joe Nichols, or will you give them to Kelly? If you'll remember, Kelly gave away his tickets last time, so it's totally up to you. Kelly, why should Marlena give you the tickets? She don't have to unless she's a really, really nice lady. Well, there he goes, Kelly, tugging at the old heartstrings. Uh, but, Melina, it's up to you. I am a nice lady, but I've been trying to win these ever since you started giving them away and talking about them. So oh. I'm going to keep them. It looks like Marlena is going to come to the Tiger Dingle birthday bash featuring Joe Nichols. Thank you so much, uh, Kelly. Don't worry. You still have plenty of chances to win tomorrow at 740 and at 840. You got one question for him, Danny? Uh, yeah. Could you guys do me a huge favor and give me three numbers and an animal? 98.5 5, The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. KVOO FM Tulsa. Hang on, you're saddled in for another hour-long bull ride on 98.5 The Bull. What a morning. Uh, this morning, Tig, the revelation was made that News on 6 is Reagan Ledbetter doesn't know how to swim. He called in earlier today and he revealed that he doesn't know how to swim, yet he still wants to go to the lake this summer. He's thinking about buying a boat eventually. And we were like, Reagan, you cannot get anywhere near water until you learn how to swim. Yes, that's right. Tig has a neighbor that's a swim coach. Yes, she is. And she does great work. And she, it's like that thing you see on YouTube sometimes where they throw like an infant in the water. And it saves your, their life in case they fall off a pier or something. So right? I said to Tig, we've got to get Reagan Ledbetter hooked up with Allison, the swim coach. And then you're like, yeah, we can talk to her about it at her Super Bowl party. And I was like, Super Bowl party? And he's like, yeah, you were invited. You tried to give me a collateral invite to somebody else's party. I can't attend unless the host invites me. I can't have you saying you can't invite people to somebody else's party. That's true. Would you like to talk to swim coach Allison right now? Yeah, let's, let's hear from her. Hello. I was just calling to cordially invite your buddy Daniel to the one and only Super Bowl party on Sunday. Well, uh, I am also on the phone here. I have to say that yesterday when I was texting about the possibility of you teaching News on Six's Reagan Ledbetter how to swim, uh, no invite. And it was not until Ty today text you that uh, the invite was extended. <laughs> so I don't know if I can accept. Well, yesterday we were talking about swimming. Like, that's my passion is teach, is preventing drowning. Like, when someone asked me about that, like, it's all I can think about. Oh, when so. someone does ask me about, for the record. So, in other I, words. I have, like, a one-track mind when it comes to that. Like, I wouldn't have even thought about that, especially since my husband and I didn't really talk about it till last night. <laughs> yeah, this is my buddy Allison. She lives down the street. She's got a pool at her house. She does um, something they call ISR, and I think you've seen this on YouTube, where they put a baby in the pool and... She say you know, teaches them how to survive, mm -hmm. and and then we found out Reagan Ledbetter, News on Six can't swim. So are you gonna give him lessons? I mean, we can talk about it. We can figure out how we can teach you. You may actually already know how and just need a little bit of tweaking because maybe you have a little bit of fear from it, mm -hmm. or something happened maybe that you you felt like you were drowning at one point and kind of panicked. You may actually know how and just need a confidence builder already. No, he he says he can't swim at all. He can't swim a lick. Really? Yeah. That's that's nuts. I just you know I grew up swimming, so you know like just regular kid thrown in swim lessons and stuff. Uh, so enough, I, enough about the swimming. I just Listen, can't even wrap my head around it. You say swimming is your passion, but me being a guest at y'all's party doesn't sound like y'all's passion. Oh, definitely. You're always welcome. You always make it a blast for everybody, and, and we love having you there. That's right. What has got into you, Allison? Especially You're really the kids. Nice, yeah. <laughs> the, the kids love when you come, too. You know, you always uh, bring something delightful for them to do, and they love that. So, of course, you're welcome. You're always welcome. All right. So d earlier, Daniel was all concerned that um, I invited him to a Super Bowl party, but he didn't like it because I invited him to someone else's party. It's your party, Allison, but he's got an invite? Absolutely. All right. What type of spectacle do you want Tig and I to bring for everybody at the party? We were thinking about one of those chocolate fountains like they used to have at Golden Corral. But, you know... Oh, my gosh. That would be so cool. You think that, but it's your home, and children walking around with... Well, children and drunk adults walking around with liquid chocolate <laughs> everywhere. I don't think you or Chris are going to like that too much. Well, I did that dump, um, that dump dinner volcano, and I just laid um, foil and saran wrap down all over the counter, and it 
pretty much stayed contained. It wasn't a total mess. So I kind of pictured I would just do that again if you did it. Hmm. All right, so Daniel, and I already have all the fruit and vegetables because I've been on a cleanse, so I got all the fruit for it. Yeah, we got people this, sure. um, they love uh, dipping vegetables in chocolate, Doug. Broccoli <laughs> and celery. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got this okay, Super Bowl well, coming meant, up it, uh, on ahead. Sunday, which I think is going to be probably one of the most watched Super Bowls on in record. And uh, so Daniel's invited to your Super Bowl party. Absolutely, yes. All right, there you go, Daniel. So will you come or are you not? We'll see. Because here's here's the deal: like <laughs> I invite Daniel to do things, and he, he doesn't show up half the time. Or he just shows up late. He's never on time. Yeah. Daniel's into himself. That's all he thinks about is Daniel. I have. No, we invite him to sports things, and sports just isn't really his thing. But I think he might be on time because he's going to be excited to see Taylor Swift. That's more his thing. I'm out there trying to do things. I'm the wind beneath Tulsa's wings. I'm trying to rescue Reagan Ledbetter from drowning, things like that. Uh, That's why I'm late to events all the time. Well, thank you for the invite, uh, Allison. And uh, we will think of a, a big, giant spectacle to bring that maybe something that won't destroy your house too bad. Okay, bye. All right, see you, Allison. Have a good day. The Tiger Daniel Podcast. Brought to you by Snow's Furniture.